This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 812.15. That'd be good, because that makes yeah. it, you know, like um, all joining in. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. If you don't take, if no one takes those options up, I don't know if you've ever tried doing the okie as a solo <laughs> experience, <laughs> but it's, it's bleak, bleak. Well... Mm-hmm. Frank, I'd like to kick us off with Len's missive. Len says, uh, morning to Le Mans. Does Frank realise that the Hawthorne's height above sea level is fast <laughs> becoming a big moment? Up the baggies, Len. Do you want to first explain the well, big a, moment? Just a, big, in case? a big moment. For, for new, new listeners, start here. Yeah. Uh, big Mo, you may remember, was a character in... Uh, in EastEnders and her brother was Gary Oldman and it became yeah. a thing that people told you like mm-hmm. I bet you don't know uh, this but when 10,000 people have told you I bet you don't know this then everybody knows <laughs> yeah. so we talked about big moments where people tell you something that sounds like a unique hidden piece of information but in fact is quite is, they always feel a, a bit one. clever when they're telling you yes exactly yeah. Um, so um, the fact that West Bromwich Albion's football ground is the <laughs> highest above sea level in the football league is a thing that um, is said a great deal. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's in a way it's a piece of exclusive trivia uh, that everyone knows. Mm. Yes, and when I say everyone, obviously I'm using the term in a biblical sense. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, so does that qualify as a football big moment for you, Frank? Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, certainly. Well done, Len. But well do you done. tell it? Is it is it commemorated at the ground? Does it say it? I'll tell you what was it. Well, they've got to commemorate something. No. How? <laughs> <laughs> we are a Premier Zing. League football club. Football team zinged in the first league. Oh, there. Know. <laughs> I know. Wow. So winged. Just winged. It's one of those where it hasn't killed me. But you know when they in films, it's just grazed the forehead, <laughs> just enough to knock them down. Oh, that's all right. Oh, I'm so nice, sorry, Frank. Nice, easy one at Old Trafford tonight. <laughs> oh, be fine. <laughs> be fine. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of another um, example of, of a football... Well, um, while you're doing that, Frank... Oh, here's one. Oh, go on. The Neville brothers. Their dad's <laughs> called Neville Neville. Oh, I said, yeah. Yes, I, <laughs> mm-hmm. I know it! That was one that was said a great deal when the Nevilles were playing together. Yes. I'm not sure Neville Neville is still with us. But no, I don't think at the is. time, that got her. Oh, yes. Oh, we heard that a lot. 848, uh, Henners mm. from Gravesend, one of our regulars, boys. Morning, Frank and the gang. Whatever happened to... Mm. We're just doing some of the old tropes here. Yeah. The big Mo's and the whatever happened to... TV phone-in scandals. Oh, yeah. Do you remember those? Oh, yes. I think they got tidied up, didn't they? Ofcom. I think they did. (laughs) I'm guessing Ofcom stepped in and tidied things up. I think Anton Depp was like the Mr. Big figures of it, weren't they? Yeah. Mr. Big. Yeah. Mr. and Mr. Big. I think they was were. That, was that... Unsackable. Unsackable. Frank, what about You Say We Pay? I mean, Richard and Judy. Wasn't that a big one? Was You Say We Pay involved in it? What was You oh. Say We Pay? They pay your phone bill. No. What happened was that you'd you'd ring in, it was a phone-in sort of thing on their, on the Rich and Judy show, and you just have to name a certain amount of items. I think there was some... Forgive me if I'm wrong, they might have been involved in the phone-in. Oh, OK. OK. There was definitely naming a Blue Peter poppy or kitten, and the kids, the one they voted for, they didn't like it. Oh. So they just pretended another name had won. Oh. Yeah. I prefer the upfront deceit of the boating with boat face <laughs> vote. We just said, uh, well, no, this is a complete Democrat. It's a sort of Donald Trump approach. <laughs> I know this has been a Democratic decision, but we don't like it. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. I was... Very excited. Al's gone Latin. He's only been reading the Bible for a fortnight. He's gone Latin early on. Oh, are you reading the, the Bible? I am, but I feel a bit bad because I've uh, I've also dipped out of it and into other stuff. Well, it depends what the other stuff is. Well, I've been reading a book about stoicism, so I'm going belt and braces, it <laughs> seems like. I don't want you cross-referencing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Al texted me and said, uh, so this, um, was it Methuselah you picked me up on? 
No. No, no. It was no, uh, 900 years old now. That's... Yeah. Uh, Makes it I think at that point was it seems like the arc thing is less significant than the extraordinary age. Yeah. I mean, you had a good innings, no? Fair play. You two, I love that I'll text you about the Bible. I text you right. about Gemma Collins. Uh, well, you know, it's it's a different, it's I a know. different world. <laughs> Frank, I was very excited this week. I haven't been very excited <laughs> since the 80s. <laughs> because Keir Starmer was on Desert Island Discs. Ah, uh, uh, yes. And do you know, Alan? No, I don't. One of the songs he chose? Nope. Is Frank? it one of Frank's favourites? Is it's it a fall of, one? It's, it's what we call one of Frank's. Oh, it's one of Frank's? Yes. It, it, he chose Three Lions. Oh, that one. He did, he did like that. <laughs> he said, I was at Wembley. I forget which game it was. He said, I remember the incredible atmosphere. Yeah. Do you think of Keir Starmer at Euro 96? Yeah. No. Prawn Sandwich Brigade, probably. He was in a box somewhere. Yeah, man, but even so, I think I was in a box then, come to think of it. Yeah, good point. Oh, mm-hmm. in a box. You and David were leading the uh, the singing. Oh, uh-huh. yes. Oh, yesterday, <laughs> when I was young, so many, many songs were waiting to be sung. Well, my son heard that song on a video game. Not that one that you've just sang. No, not Char- Charles Aznavour on video <laughs> games. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not going to happen. Your song. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, it says F. Skinner and David Baddiel and the Lightning Seeds. They're still learning, you see. Yeah. F. Skinner is good. I like that's what it says. I'm, just, I'm going to call you F. Skinner <laughs> from now on. I remember I had to sign a thousand copies of my autobiography once yeah. in one go. Yeah. And I, I made a decision I was going to go F. Skinner. Yeah. I went F. Skinner early. Well, you, well I told you um, Frank Bruno did uh, F. Bruno to me. Yeah. yeah. Jerry Halliwell, <laughs> just as Jerry. <laughs> Clever. You could have done really well. I mean, you've been there all night. Yeah, you've got to. Come on. Yeah, David Bowie's autograph, which I I have on a thing. Um, Someone gave me a a signed photo of David Bowie. It's a. It is just. it's, it's nothing. It's just a a circle. It's a slightly rough circle. Oh, Oh, come on, come on, Dave. (laughs) We make you. (laughs) We made you. We can break you, mate. (laughs) Mm. We can't now, obviously, but. No. People used to say that a lot in the 60s. There's always stories about 60s pop stars being stopped in the street and saying, can I have a, you know, autograph? And they're going, oh, I'm in a bit of a rush. And they'd say, look, we, we can make you or we can break you. The public was always saying it. <laughs> Why have you stopped saying that, you people out there? Start saying it to celebrities. It's fabulously menacing. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I suppose we've all been asked that question. Um, to what extent is your personal grooming influenced by Ollie Merce? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I um, I interviewed um, Ollie Merce. This is going somewhere, trust me. Oh. Um, I don't know if you remember, I used to have a thing on iPlayer called On Demand. Yes. It was uh, actually, though I say it, I shouldn't, a very fine show, but decommissioned, you know. <laughs> so, OK, I'm fine with it. I'm still... Um, you give it a sort of a nuclear sound when you say decommissioned. Well, you know, I'm still, I, I carry on. I'm still, I'm still MP for Islington North, oh, as right. it were. <laughs> um, so, we, um, I, he was a nice guy, Ollie. I, didn't, I hadn't met him before. And part of the thing with that is it was sort of quite cosy, wasn't it? You were mm-hmm. on a sofa with the guests, sometimes in a bed, Lee Mack, and you were in, in bed together. Yeah, well, with, with, um, with, we, with Ollie Murs, we met in some uh, Chelsea restaurant that he, like, he favours. Mm. Um, you know, he's a pop star for me. Yeah. This was before he... Because um, he sort of lost a bit of ground when he said he was in a... Uh, he was in a... Was he get in a changing booth in it a shop and he heard produced... gunfire? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then it wasn't... It wasn't gunfire. Yeah. I felt... I felt... I don't see what he did wrong. He was, you know... Anyway, he got some stick for that. Mm. I always wished... I remember at the time thinking, if only this had been a Larnis... Morissette, because mm. <laughs> then the headline would have been alarmist. Morissette. Oh, oh man, it would have been. Things never work out that that perfectly. Yeah. Anyway, I had a long chat with him. I, I took a let's say I, I took a ferry across Mersey, mm-hmm. and Lovely. he <laughs> said to me that one of his joys in life was Tom Ford products. Oh yeah. Yes. No, I was. I had. I had no awareness of Tom the scent Ford. Scent guys. Yeah, it? the scent people. 
Sounds well, I mean, items. that's one way you can refer to him, <laughs> for heaven's sake. Well, does what? he do other stuff? Yes. He does nonsense stuff. He's a nonsense? designer. <laughs> yeah, He's I a that fashion was my designer. Stuff. He's branched out into that recently. I sat next oh. to him on a plane once. Did I you? I bet, I bet he smelled lovely. Do you know, I didn't recognise him, to my great shame. He was wondering, and he started telling me about the champagne glasses that they were they were serving drinks in mm. and he said he was so he was very quiet very slight man immaculate leisure wear a very pale grey oh. tracksuit what did he find to tell you about the champagne glasses? The shape of them. They're called, you know, they're called coupes, I think. Those circular champagne glasses. Oh, yeah. They're based, he said, you know, those are based on the, um, uh, the, should we say, what's a, what's a good radio word, Frank? Um, oh, the on, um, part, maybe, or the, um, the ladies' um, upper oh, area. Oh. The bust. Yeah, we'll have to say bust. I think yes. we can okay. say bust. I the think bust that's, uh, of... It's a uh, tailoring term. <laughs> mm-hmm. The bust of Marie Antoinette. Uh, really? Yes. Well. I that, mean, that was that plain That is trap. a good fact. But I think, <laughs> if I, for me, if I was a woman travelling alone, I would call a... a, a <laughs> I would Bing call bong. a stewardess and yeah. say, can you move for me, please? <laughs> How can I put this? I felt confident I was safe. Oh, okay. well, I see. Fair enough. Fair I enough. See. He's, a, he's a charming man. Anyway, back to Frank yeah, in the he studio. Did, he did the same thing to me with a sherry schooner. <laughs> <laughs> Think of Napoleon he chose. <laughs> 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 so anyway, I got a gift at the end of the run from the, the producer and it was a, a bottle of this Tom Ford shower gel. Shower gel? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I did that thing which, I don't know if you ever listen to other radio stations, that thing that it seems to be a lot of presenters are doing with their um, interesting and funny um, stuff. I saved it for best. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I've saved it for best for years. Oh, dear. And then, what with the, the global pandemic, I've, I've taken on a, a sort of a gather ye rosebuds while ye may, carpe diem, and I thought, I'm going to use the Tom Ford. Your, crack out the seven-year-old <laughs> Crack out the seven-year-old shower gel. I like the yeah. fact your carpe diem is using some shower gel. <laughs> That's what I mean. But you've been keeping for best. It's, Adrenaline junkie. There used to be a, a sentimental email that went round about a bloke who's, um, I think he's, he had some tragedy in his life, and when he went through the person's belongings, he found some stuff they'd been keeping for best and never oh, wore. And he's yeah. saying, like, don't keep stuff for best. Oh, I never would. Mm. Anyway. Unless I was Alex Best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about what she kept for best. But. So what happened? What was it like? I I haven't got time to tell you now. It's it's an interesting uh, Tom Ford-based cliffhanger, (gasps) which I don't, you know, we don't have many of on the show. But um, stick around, that's my advice. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So I'm in the show, I've looked up. (laughs) Tom um, Ford's there. Yeah. Not the real one, the bottle of... um, Yeah, the bottle. So this, this, this stuff, it's called... Oud Wood. Oh, yeah. O-W-D. O-W-D. Oh, okay. Oud. Oh, is it Oud? Yes. Because you're so poetry, I thought you were saying O-D-E, Oud. No, Oud to Wood. In the black country, it's how you'd say say old, where I come from. Oh, yeah. Smells of old wood in here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's Oud. Oud, it's pronounced. It's a certain type of fragrance. That would have been a great Doctor Who joke. You know, Oud would. No, but thanks for the tip. The Oud is a, is a, um, a creature. Is it? It looks Isn't like it? it's overgorged on spaghetti. It's got all these tendrils coming out of it. Oh, I've seen mouth. that, yeah. Mm. Okay. I've looked like that. So it's Oud wood. Oud. What yes. is Oud? Oud is a specific type of fragrance. I suppose, like, you'd have what is, you know, frankincense. It's a scent. It's a scent. It's a very, it's a very ambery, musky scent. Mm. Hence Oud Wood. So we've done frankincense and myrrhs. Oh! oh man, we're going out. Oh. I mean, that, Christmas that, show, that, that was <laughs> gold. <laughs> <laughs> if only I had a jingle that went gold! Oh, <laughs> boy! Oh, anyway, that was a... What I tremendous. reckon we could get Tony Hadley to come in and sing that. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, I, yes. 
I um, so anyway, here's my. I, I be, we began by asking how was um, Ollie Murs um, <laughs> influenced by personal grooming. Go on. Here's the thing, and I'm going to put this as delicately as I can. But I'm so I'm using now Tom Ford, shower Oud. gel, yeah, Oudwood, Oudwood. I'm using that, <laughs> mm-hmm. and um, I do my whole body. You use it like a body wash. Oh yeah, no! It's, you it's shouldn't fun. have it's done that. It's shower gel. It's shower gel. Why well, no? Yeah. I'm worried about what's happened here. Well, I'll tell you yeah. what happens. <laughs> but when I get to I'm my sensing a medical emergency on its way. No, I do everything. But when I get to my bomb, I switch to a cheaper shower gel. Good luck. Just for that. That's that's fine. And that that's just sensible for budgeting. me. Is a sort of a reasonable keeping for best. Yeah. That doesn't exclude <laughs> uh, using it at all. Absolutely. Right. Ill. Little tip there for the people at home. How did it smell? How dare you? Oh, they... <laughs> no, it smells lovely. I mean, I'm not a man who who, um, who uses. Um, Do you know I why I ask? No, go on. Because I actually got you that, not the producer. Really? Yes. Oh, well, well I'm terribly you. sorry. <laughs> well, I, I apologise, put... but did you notice the way I waited to hear the review <laughs> before I fessed up? Oh, well, that was uh, that was a, a trap, I think they call that. <laughs> welcome, welcome to me. Oh, well, thank you, and it smells lovely. <laughs> oh. um, um, but, um, and it's not being misused on the... Um... <laughs> no, but my, my bomb spells are that little stuff that you get out of hotels, <laughs> those little bottles, <laughs> of which I've got about 800. <laughs> Anyway, I'll, I promise I won't say the word bomb again on the whole show. Okay. Um, that's fair enough. Don't make any promises you might not keep. That's no, I suppose I might read a Charles Bukowski passage <laughs> that has, has it in, but it won't, you know, it'll be a quotation, which is never as bad, I think, wouldn't you agree? No. Mm. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. We should, we should do uh, this, uh, our weekly mobile phone texting. This mm. week, um, <laughs> what are the dullest alerts that you subscribe to? Oh, you have you have any dull alerts, guys? I'll tell you what mine is. I don't consider it dull. But I think a lot of people would. I have the Oxford Dictionary of Philosophy app, and that sends me a oh, word of the day alert. That's good. Let's have a look, shall we? <coughs> yeah. <laughs> See what's today? Yeah, it's going yeah. Let's have a look. What Let's we got. Good. <laughs> It's um, what is so it, you can Frank? talk amongst yourselves. That is, is, is the uh, oh, here we go. Go on, isolationism oh, is oh, today's yeah. word of the day on the Oxford Dictionary of Philosophy. Did it tell you what it is? What isolationism oh, you, if you is? Press on it, it does, but you, just you don't get it. anything for nothing in this world, Al. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's if, if you have any uh, very dull alerts, um. Then uh, what alerts do you get generally? I get a, a, slight, a small quote from Shakespeare every night at oh, five, five past midnight. Do you ever unintentionally subscribe when you go on a website, um, a clean, decent website? Mm-hmm. I still will, you know, when it will say, "Will you allow cookies or all this sort of stuff?" Mm. And I press it. And then I start getting notifications. I think I sign up. Oh, this happened to me just the other day. It's the first time it's ever happened. It's happening to me on a very, very regular basis. I now get weird things like Variety magazine. Yeah, I don't want that. No. In fact, I'd like all reminders and updates and stuff like that to stop in my life. (laughs) Well, as you know, I I get almost no emails or texts. Right. So I'm I'm happy for a. um, Why do you have you managed that? I'm not that. Um, I'm not very good at uh, the friends thing. <laughs> I'll be straight with you. It's uh, ten to nine on absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, you know, it's a bit, bit of fun. I've tried it. I remember. I thought I'm going to try the friends thing, and I was talking to this guy. I tell you who it was. It was uh, what was her name from Banana Rama? Sinead. Oh yes, was it? Was what? it Dave Stewart you would no, be friends with? No, I wouldn't want to be his friend. Why not? Well, because... He might have the radio on. on. This is really wounding for him. Oh, no, I don't, I don't mean... I mean, I, I think he's very intense musician right. type. I, th- I don't think he'd be... Uh, I uh-huh. think he'd make me on edge. But I don't mean, think he's a bad human being. There are three Bananarama that I would think of, and there was Siobhan. Siobhan. Well, yeah. she had a, a husband or a boyfriend, and we were talking one night, and I said, I thought I'm going to try the friendship thing. 
I said, mm. we should we should meet up sometime, go to a, you know. What does he say? He said, you're asking me on a date. Oh. And I thought that, I was, I was right first time. Yeah. Forget <laughs> the friendship. That's a shame. So, yeah, I'm done on that. Many of people will know are, that I'm, yeah, I'm not good at it. Anyway, listen, that's, <laughs> let's not dwell on this. Well, I sometimes I do ask people. I've tried that, Frank. I've said I'd really like to be your friend. Yeah, I I try, I've tried that. that. I did that to Greg Davis. I did. Oh, yeah. I said, I'd, I really, I have something to tell you. I, I really like you and I'd really like to be your friend. Mm. And he said... Okay, well, I'm sure we can sort something out. <laughs> oh, sick burn. Have you ever heard from him again? Never. Oh, oh dear. I did it with, I sent it to Victoria Corran Mitchell when she was Victoria Corran. But it's difficult to say it for a man to say it to a woman without it sounding like uh, loneliness. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which. <laughs> um, anyway, speaking of loneliness, oh, I'm just gonna just gonna tail it all off with a little gem, a little scenario. Launch into an anecdote. And then the producer's done that. Come on, nyang, 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 finish nyang. finish it off. I did um, the chor- You know, I did the Chortle Book Festival this week. Oh, yeah. I was interviewed by Izzy Sutty at ten thirty in the morning. Really. In a pub, in, a, in an empty pub, the Bill Murray in Islington, with right. a backdrop, which mm-hmm. was just a piece of plastic hanging down, which was a picture of a bookcase, so it looked like we were sitting in front of a bookcase. Oh. I think six people watched it. Oh. It was, if I, though I say it myself, it was, I thought it was really good, and nobody, oh. it was missed, it's gone past. Whereas, we, there is so much rubbish stuff gets tremendous audiences. Yeah. Mm. Why is that? <laughs> 8, 12, 15. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 8, 12, 15. Come on! Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Beautiful and very welcoming, I find. Thank you. I do my, I do my best. Um, what yeah. else? What else is well? Um, Are you on any cliffhangers? Have you got any? Um, I was about to say no, but I t- what I was about to say is if you might remember, sort of a cliffhanger. I thought about it last week. I've started watching the original Batman film. Thing. Oh, when yes. I say original, I don't mean the old black and white Saturday morning oh, serial You ones. see, I'd go back in there. Yeah. I've seen a few of those. Very big ears on the Batman. More bigger than they are now. Really? Yeah, they must have had a car with quite a lot of head clearance above. Yeah. Yeah. Although I got a car the other day that took me to the um, the uh, Chortle Comedy Book Festival thing that nobody watched. Oh, yeah. And uh, he said, I'm keeping the uh, sunroof open during uh, during the pandemic so we drove with an open mm. top oh just like nice. I, thought I really f- never wanted to have a large trophy with me more in a car oh. than i did on it's that a shame you hadn't got that trophy anyway so i've now i've reached um i've 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 finished keaton that's done the michael keaton era okay i i've went through the val kilmer well, only one film mm-hmm. done okay uh, and do you remember I was talking about Cole last week, which is not K- Andrew. K-O-H-L. Not Andrew Cole. No, not. It'll always be Andy to me. <laughs> K- K-O-H-L, which is that black stuff that people put on their Cole, eyes. Yes. Oh, yes. And, and I said that Michael Keaton has got slightly big eye holes on mm-hmm. his on his cowl, uh, and he uses Cole, 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 Cole. <laughs> Yeah, he uses this stuff to make his eyes look black, so he's, there isn't a big like pink <laughs> eye around. <laughs> and I thought, silly old Keaton. Blimey, Val Kilmer doesn't do exactly the same. He does the same. Oh, Kilmer's not stick been around. There. Stick around. Go on. Not only does um, the, the 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 final of this this triumvirate of Bat- Batman, yeah. George Clooney. Go for oh. it, George Clooney. Thank you, George Clooney. Uh, do that. Um, but so does Robin. Even Robin. Oh, he doesn't. Chris well, O'Donnell. 
I suppose by then Robin has seen all these Batman using the thought, face yeah. cream and thought, oh, come Imagine on, why Batman can't I have Who's been using my coal? And what about my Elnet? Can I just say, Chris O'Donnell... Don't bring that up. As I said it, I thought, why have I said this in a studio Um Chris O'Donnell, what did he do to upset someone in Hollywood? I mean, he had every, he had the world was his oyster. The other thing with Where's Chris he O'Donnell, gone? he's a very you know when people play. I mean, he's supposed to be like sixteen or something. I think. Oh yeah. And he, he I don't know if you ever saw any of those old Will Hay movies, but he played a teacher, <laughs> and the school kids all looked about forty five. Is it like when the Fonz was like forty two? Yeah. Going, eh. But they they sort of thought in the Will Hay films, oh, we don't want to get a load of kids in. That'll yeah. be a nightmare. We'll get They're unruly. Some, get some old rep actors. <laughs> Difficult to manage. Yeah. yeah. So so he's a bit like. Uh, but here's is the thing that um, I was astonished by yeah. in the in the first um, Clooney film. Well, um, I'm already astonished that Clooney was Batman because I'd completely forgotten. I'd that. forgotten. Yeah, I I thought I can't remember, and I said to to I was watching it with Boz, who's my eight year old son, and I said, um, "Oh look, there's there's Batman," and he was he was Bruce Wayne, but you know I was mm. I was letting the cat out the bat, the bat right. out of the, <laughs> and I said, "There's Batman," and he said, "That old guy." Mm. Oh, you're joking! Yeah, of Clooney. Anyway, that film, this uh, this astonished me. Top billing. On Batman and Robin, which is the fourth film in the yeah. film. Top billing, what's your guess? Which is the name that comes up first? Oh, oh. I see. What In the Clooney one you're talking yeah. about. So you'd think maybe Clooney or the director. Is it a famous director? No, but I mean no. in the list of who stars in it. I'm not going to go left field. Stuff. It may be the wrong one. I've got it wrong. I know Arnold Schwarzenegger was in one. Oh. I'm going to go Schwarzenegger. You've got it in one. Oh. Good stuff. Yeah, but Mr. Freeze <laughs> is on the billing before Batman. Yeah. <laughs> what? Better agent. Is that no, who no. What yeah. does Mr. Freeze do? Arnie's got a better agent. I was going to say, what does learned. Mr. Freeze do? But I'm going to reconsider that. <laughs> Speaking of agents, I read a fabulous thing the other day. I was Go reading on. Albert Goldman's uh, biography of Lenny Bruce for the fourth time I've read it. And, Is that um, an exaggeration, do you think? It, like no, I was you know what? Do you know what? I was going to say fifth, and I stopped <laughs> myself and said, "No, I'm just going to be honest." He's he's a he's a master of precision, Isn't so he? I would go with him. But there's a bit in it, and we've all known comics. You know these comics who are like looking slick and they're talking about, <laughs> uh, you know, I've got my career plan and all that, yeah. and then when they go on. Yeah, um, he said there was a uh, this guy. So there was a comic there. One of these guys with two agents and no work. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, you've done your business, haven't you? Oh, I've done mm. my business. Okay. 691, you've been talking about Batman, mm. which you're watching at the moment. Frank, it's like in Superman, the movie, Marlon Brando and Gene Hackman both got top billing before Christopher Reeve. A travesty. Yeah, that's Ben in. Is this Ben? I'm Hereford. I think he means Ben, ben in, in Hereford, yeah. possibly. Okay. Unless it's sort of I'm Spartacus. Maybe Unless the Spartacus he's the of Earl, Hereford. Earl of Hereford or something <laughs> like that. I, I think Batman and Robin. There's the billing right there. Yeah, yeah. and then the other. I mean, it's, it's star-studded. It's got Uma Thurman and uh, Poison Ivy. Yeah, yeah, and that that. Girl who, who used to, everyone used to be mad about, and now you never hear mentioned ever, ever again. Alicia Silverstone. Yes. Mm. Oh. oh. Yeah. I don't even remember people being mad about her. Oh, yeah, uh, sure, they were mad about her. Mm. Ian Angles texted a joke. <laughs> Ian Angle was crazy about her, um, up to the point of obsession. <laughs> that face cream, is it called Batman and Robin? See, it's good. It's, that's good. what it should be. He's back. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got a question. You're watching these films, but... You're you're sort of converting them to episodes, aren't you? Because you watch a bit at a time. Is that correct? Is well, that... because I, I my son is allowed forty five minutes a night telly time. Okay. Um, well, that's a good rule. Yeah. So 
Unless so, you're yes. that son, <laughs> which says so, you yeah. might want an hour or two. Yeah, but I well, think what if his favourite show's an hour? Does he just have to turn it off? Yeah. yeah. If his favourite show's an hour... Well, actually, we, we give in on um, his dark materials mm-hmm. and let mm. him watch the whole hour. But that's because it's, it's written by his uncle. Yeah. So yes. there's a family commitment. Absolutely. Yes. We can't leave him... With not having oh. the last quarter of an hour in his quiver when he goes to school yeah. on a Monday morning. They, yeah. they, so, bu- yes, they we- butcher other people's art, but not the oh, uncle's. Yeah. <laughs> when it's family, look yeah, after their exactly. own. Exactly. So, um, I... Yes, I have made them into 45-minute episodes. And do you... Does it ever... I'll tell you why, because I've I've tried this, Mm -hmm. and about three weeks ago, my wife and I sat down to watch the um, Lincoln film, you know, the Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh, yeah. It's really long, and so she said, let's just watch watch it in two blocks. We'll watch the first chunk, and then we'll have dinner, and then we'll watch the next chunk tomorrow. So we watched an hour of Lincoln, and then I went off and made dinner. Tomorrow happened, and we didn't get to watch it. And now, about three weeks later, we've watched an hour of Lincoln, so... And did you remember what had happened? But it used to be the normal thing. When things... You'd watch an episode and then a week later you'd watch another episode. You'd remember, wouldn't you? Oh, well, it's just finding the time to watch the next two right. hours of a three-hour film. Or nearly well, if three you hours, had a regular 45-minute telly time, you wouldn't have that issue. Yeah, I think other telly has superseded that 45 minutes, though. I tell so. you what we've developed as well is what we call a good place to stop. So it's trying to get a freeze oh, frame good. where something like Batman... I've been looking like for Batman, that all my life. Well, like Batman is in midair <laughs> or something like that. You know? Oh, that's good. Or, do you wield the controls? So do you make that decision? Um... Generally, but yes. we're not we're not strict on it. No. So you actually um, stop when he's in midair rather than a boring bit. You go. No, no, I try to stop so it looks like a great still from oh, the movie. Excellent. You see, how I'm with you. I would have gone for the Commissioner Gordon, some boring office. Yeah, admin signing scene. a document. Oh no! <laughs> I want I want my last image of that film to bring oh. me back fervid. Oh, the that's the mistake night. I've made. Last night we actually got. Um, Mr. Freeze's jet of ice in midair. Oh, I mean, that was not easy. <laughs> not no. easy, but um, I mean, I've tried to freeze frame a lot of things over the years. It's not yes. as easy as it sounds. One mm. imagines. Goodness <sighs> sake. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We're talking about Clooney. Mm. What do you boys think of this? I heard a story about him. He told the story, in fairness. I think he's told it in public to one of these, you know, your gentleman's quarterly type mags. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He gathers his 14 closest friends, most... 14? You know what Professor Green said to me? (laughs) What? He said he didn't trust anyone who had more than three friends. Mm-hmm. Oh dear. Okay, carry on. Fourteen's uh, getting a bit close to disciple territory, well, really, isn't yeah, it? Well, he he mean, gathers the fourteen followers. <laughs> he gathers the fourteen around. Yeah. And it's it's the people throughout his life who he feels have, have helped him the most, sort of guided him, supported him, been loyal friends. Mm. He hires a van with florist on it, and in this van, um, someone unloads it. There's 14 briefcases. They all get given one. They open it. They've all got a million dollars cash in the briefcase. (laughs) Some of them said, I I couldn't possibly accept this. Some of them said. They said, I couldn't. I noticed the billionaire, Randy Gerber, said I couldn't accept it. But when they said they couldn't accept it, we've all... You know, a billionaire a million dollars. But you know when we've all said, oh, no, no, really, I couldn't accept it, and you're thinking, if they go with this, Mm -hmm. I will never get over it. I'm just all... Just wait for them to come (laughs) back on... No, no, I insist. Yeah, yeah. That, that's enough for me. Well, can you imagine also the billionaire who I believe is married to Cindy Crawford saying, no, 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 George. And then the mm. guy who's running the off-licence back in the hometown yeah. is thinking, yeah, some, come on. Some dude that's on furlough. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I'll have it. Yeah. <laughs> Are you thinking, why didn't you say yes and then give it to me? <laughs> yeah. So... At this point, uh, you know, some of them are saying, George, we can't. He says, no, you've, you know, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here. 
And at this point, I think he said he was 52 at the time. It would have been about 2013. So he didn't have kids. Mm. Right. Those kids are going to have something to say now. But anyway. Yeah. And eventually... There's plenty more where that came well, from. quite. Mm-hmm. And uh, George said, no, I, I insisted. Um, so they, they took the money. And um, he says it's the best thing he's ever done. He says people have said subsequently to him, why did you do that? And mm. he said, yeah. a millionaire asked him this, why would you do that? He said, why wouldn't you? I'll tell you another group of people that asked him, why would you do that? And yeah. that would be friend 15, 16, 17. <laughs> yes. The, the, <laughs> Some of the people that were yeah. right in the no, relegation outside, zone. Outside the treble. <laughs> yeah. This is what I was going to say to you. I mean, no offence, Frank, you, you'll appreciate I'm using this in a, you know in a nice way but you wouldn't want to be West Brom in that scenario I'm going to say something else Frank Fulham can I use Fulham you just wouldn't (laughs) want to be teetering would you on the list no but at the same time um, then you could go around saying (laughs) yeah it says all this stuff about he cares about the third world and all that but then he gives a load of money to other millionaires (laughs) he gave a billionaire a million pounds who gave it to charity to be fair as if but it's the gesture (laughs) (laughs) said he did (laughs) (laughs) would you do that Frank just just that interest can I make it absolutely (laughs) clear there you go Al at least we know Al good stuff make it absolutely clear that I wouldn't also I've tried um, I've tried giving people um, a chunk of money have you and I think everyone I've done it to it's had some sort of detrimental effect on our relationship is that right yeah that was handy Frank Skinner Frank Skinner Absolute Radio can we talk about some of these Christmas ads please Oh, yeah, because, there's been a brouhaha. Well, ow. I think every year we talk about the Christmas ads because Christmas ads now, they're like... They're proper spectacular things. They're movies they? They're now. They're like two-minute things. Three, in some cases, Frank. Oh, and <clears throat> the thing is, I'll have George Clooney in one of them next. <laughs> I remember when it used to be Route 33 on the 25th which uh, Henry Cooper, I believe, sung as the strapline. I don't remember that one, but that sounds great. What is Route 33? Route 33. Oh, Route 33. Oh, oh that was hard. On the 25th. Route 66. It was Brute... I believe it was always called Brute 33. Oh, I'll tell you what it was. There was a thing called Brute. Yes. And some people felt it Brute was a, aftershave. Bit, a bit strong. Oh, yeah. Mm. So Brute 33... Oh, was is that right? Yeah, the, it was lessened. two-thirds water, I think. Oh, that's clever. And there was an... I just remember... You could have done that at home, though. Yeah. <laughs> Henry Cooper would sing, give Brute 33 on the 25th. That was your lot for Can't Christmas. Mm. Yeah. It feels... It's one of those, it leads you into thinking it's going to rhyme. Mm-hmm. And then it doesn't. I mean, the tune's still in my head. I don't think it'll ever go now. It, I think. No, it's, it's a cracker. It's just going to keep spinning <laughs> around pond, the Christmas pond. <laughs> it's <laughs> what, a, as Terry Venables once said of Three Lions, it's a key tapper. It's it is real a key, key tapper. tapper, yeah. <laughs> so. Yes, well, they're ta- they're, they've moved on. Yeah. And the OXO <laughs> ads, of course, that was the Christmas ad traditionally was the OXO ad. Was it really? Yeah, very much so. I love that you're a Christmas ad historian. I'd it's say a... she's an aficionado, like oh, a cigar oh. aficionado. <laughs> love, 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 an aficionado. We found a new cigar fan this week. Oh, I yeah. think I sent you the clip, Frank. Oh, yes. Uh, Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. Who knew? Yeah. Not a surprise <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah, but he did a, an impassioned speech about um, vote <laughs> fixing yeah. and then said but while we're on the subject when you need to relax and then advertise the cigar <laughs> on the same <laughs> no break brilliant I lo- that's what I love about him he's he loves the truck driver's gear change and also mm. it's like a local it wasn't it wasn't like a big massive anyway well he's got other concerns this week I wish it had been Cuban I wish it had been Cuban that would have been a fabulous oh that would juxtaposition yeah but with that hair dye he's going to go up like Tinder mm. um, the uh, the Christmas ads have been more recently John Lewis haven't they and mm. and I I, the I make a point of going on YouTube around this time each year to have a look at the Christmas ad because it feels like people will talk about mm. it. And then I have the weird thing of before I can watch the ad I've gone on to, I have to watch adverts on yeah. YouTube. And I just yeah. think, I mean, 
I mean, a never-ending cycle of advertising here. But can I tell you something about that? I went on YouTube to look at the the John Lewis, Mm. and there was an advert, as you say, as a, as a and they're always prestigious. quite similar, those adverts. Well, this one... Oh. This one was Jordan and Perry advertising Kiss Breakfast. Oh. oh. And I'll tell you what, it's a really lovely, uplifting oh. advert. Oh, they seem They come over as such blokes who love life. And I thought, how nice it must be to be on a radio show that celebrates life instead of one that, that is slightly <laughs> arch. <laughs> Don't find that in my company. <laughs> I love you, Al, but I, I don't think I've ever said the one thing about Ali celebrates life. <laughs> You're right. Do you I'll think take that. They'd be nice friends for us. Well, should we ask them to be no, friends? No, they probably they, they find exude, us too dour. We're too old. Don't they exude we? youth and enthusiasm, and, and oh, I don't know what you're suggesting. Joie, is it called Joie Livre? Is that what it's no, called? No, Joie de Vivre. Oh, well, they've got Do that. Do you think? Um, yeah, but we've got that. They're big trainers. I think they've got that in shower gel, haven't they? Joie de vivre, and you've got Oudwood. Oh, and I've got Brie 33 on the 25th. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have got some Brie 33. Of course you have, saving it for best. No, it's not shower gel, because I don't think it existed. <laughs> don't, people didn't have showers. Frank Skinner. Frank, we were talking about Tom, Fer- Tom Ford earlier. Mm. Joby1125 yeah. says, <laughs> Tom Ford dresses Bond. I found this out just last night. I thought he sounded like something that you got from Debenhams. My other half pointed out they wouldn't go to the expense of an Aston Martin and dress him in summit from Debenhams. Mm. That's, it's a fair point, yeah. So I did the, the idea of dressing Bond. Yeah. It's, yes. uh, oh, I don't know. Especially, he must turn up and think, I've got this lovely suit, and then he's worked out too much. It doesn't look good on him. <laughs> mm. Looks like a, a, a gorilla in a suit. Well, that's what I call it. It's a bit Doric column in a suit, isn't yeah, it? It's, you want, there's not you know, much. Um, want, yeah. Anyway. I mean, you know, fat, a big fan. Fair play, Tom. It's a good gig. <laughs> look good on the CV, mate. <laughs> Fuck out. CV. <laughs> Fair play. Yeah. CV of of Tom Ford printed out on an Amstrad. Uh, have you seen the uh, Aldi Christmas ad? I haven't yet. The Aldi Christmas ad is an interesting narrative. As far as I can work out, it's a carrot. Oh yeah. Going through several trials of life, obstacles that we all come up against. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so order... Can I just say, is it Kevin? The because uh, he's a popular. I figure. think they've used him before. Yeah, mm, I think he's right. got a backstory and everything. Kevin. He, well, I don't think he'll be in it next year because Why? his his, his oh, he destination get... is the Christmas dinner table. Yeah, no. And with some joy of you know, at last I made it. He's um, animated though, is he? Is he like a personified carrot? He's, he's animated. Oh well, yeah, using a real carrot would have been a tedious, <laughs> yeah. so uh, hang on. tedious, filmy, <laughs> possibly experience. better than this year's John Lewis advert. But anyway, but also, so he's looking forward to it in a sort of like the dog, yeah, like right. sacrificing themselves in space. If, imagine if there was yeah. a film of a turkey rowing towards, uh, you know, yeah. sweating, rowing towards a Christmas celebration. It's got that, yeah. Mm. And I don't know if he knows and he's given himself freely or we, you know, it's a terrible piece of dramatic irony that he's enthusiastic that he's been invited to the Christmas lunch, but we know what's going to happen to him. You yeah. decide. I think, I, I don't think that's a very good idea. Anyway, I, I, still, quite, it, I still quite liked it. <clears throat> At the end of the day, it's a vegetable. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they come and they go. <laughs> yes. There's wisdom smuggled in this show often, I think. Uh, yeah. There's some. There's oh. a fine yeah, example. Yeah, here's, here's one. Mr. Grimsdale! <laughs> there you go. <laughs> For anyone who got that. Um, As we said, smuggled yeah. into the show. <laughs> have another lem sip. That's my advice if you're old enough to get that. Talking of uh, <clears throat> have another lem sip and being old, I see, I like the Disney ad, the Christmas ad. Be, and I realised it's about empathising. I'm not suggesting you empathised with a carrot, but you did. I find, if I can empathise with the central character, mm. and it's a sort of an elderly pensioner, female pensioner with a dog. Oh, um, sounds good. What a Disney advertising. Yeah. Um, the experience of Disney. 
Oh, they're going oh, the to the theme park? Well, no, the theme parks are closed currently. However, there is a Disney Channel. Oh, Disney Plus. Oh, yeah, Disney merchandise. That. I think it's largely the channel they'll be pushing, but it's that's my favourite. Yeah. However, we should get to the business. The John which Lewis. Which is the, the John Lewis ad. I mean, that's the one every year, isn't it? For yeah. some years now, it's been John Lewis's gig. Mm-hmm. Have you both seen it? I've seen it. Uh, yes. And Frank I have Skinner, seen. that question to you, please. Uh, Emily Dean, Wizard and Chips. I'm just wondering, I've got Disney Plus. Uh, in mm. France, the home of uh, of the European Disney world thing, mm. Yeah. would they call that Disney Plus? Because <laughs> <laughs> I might start doing that just for the, the hell of it. Yeah, um, yeah well, we just, we've just, again, um, oh. the uh, the producer is, is pinching that... Um, that yeah. bit of flesh just under my arm. So um, I, that means move on. Okay. So, ah, ah, ah. Um, that was too much. Um, so, so I think so we'll move on. We'll come back. So as cliffhangers go, have you seen the John Lewis Christmas advert? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's right up there. Frank Skinner. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on. Sorry, I'm going to do it again. Alan Cochran, that and clean it up in the edit. <laughs> I don't like live, you say? <laughs> oh, no. Um, 8, 12, 15 is the text, if you want to text us. Um, the, I, I don't think we've pressed the right button today. I don't think that none of the textings have really exploded. Come on, guys. They're we a bit niche, you. though, weren't they, some of them? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. It's down to you, no pressure. Okay. We were discussing the uh, Christmas John Lewis advert and you'll be unsurprised to hear that some people have been outraged by it. Oh. I mean, Absolutely. there's always someone outraged and they're, they're often people. online. People do get outraged a lot. No. I mean, do. not always about the right things, I would suggest, but, you know, they are... So some people are annoyed because there's a bus in the advert that says the mm. 222 tooting and people are saying the 222 doesn't go to tooting it goes from Oxbridge to Hounslow does it Apparently. I didn't realise that you're a frequent bus <laughs> user Emily but I think it's for the hard it real. it's actually for the hard of hearing it's it, that, that the, the bus is supposed to be blasting a horn at that time and they put tooting on the front in yeah. case you can't hear it uh-huh. that's good <sighs> I, I wonder if it was a joke 222 I've never tooting. is this I've never spotted an error in a TV <laughs> programme or in a film I've oh, never yeah. you know when people say oh that great bit when the stormtrooper in Star Wars runs yeah. into oh, the yeah, overhead yeah. I've never I spotted either. I mean if you know I watch a lot of 1970s Doctor Who in which I would say the most regular appearing character is the boom microphone Chad <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. Have, have, have you ever spotted a mistake in TV or film? Well, people, 8, 12, 15. I'd love to know because uh, what am I not paying enough attention or something? Well, people were pointing out that there was uh, a mouse was seen running across the carpet of Balmoral in uh, this season's uh, The Crown. And I thought, well, why were you looking at the carpet? It's I was ca- looking at Olivia Coleman emoting. I, I don't know if you've ever spoken to... Um, <laughs> People who work in um, costume or makeup yeah. say, "Oh, I saw um, Game <laughs> of Thrones. You could see all the netting on the wig in that uh, yeah, thing, yeah. and that's all they watch. They yeah. don't yeah. watch yeah, the thing. Yeah. They just watch the costume and the, or the makeup. And I think it's a bit like like that. A bit yeah. like um, when we've been to awards ceremonies and uh, there's like an unfunny host, and you mutter, "Where are the jokes, though? Where are the jokes?" A bit like that. Yeah. <laughs> sort that, of. That's how I mutter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Really quite, loudly. quite loud and shrill. <laughs> and I say, why is he wearing caramac coloured yeah. shoes? Yeah. And I'm just eating, usually. Yeah. <laughs> um, meanwhile, over an ad land, hate people say ad land. We should say what this ad is about, isn't it? It's, oh, do you it's know? About, it's about being kind, being randomly oh, kind. Oh, is that what it was? It's paying forward no wonder it didn't chime with me. kindness. We live in a world where they're having to advertise kindness <laughs> in the hope that someone will sit and think, oh, my trailer. Yeah. Ooh, what is you? this kindness you speak of? Star Trek. Well, I had, a, <laughs> I had a thing that happened. I, I went onto the Sun website. I know. Because that was where I was led when I looked for this ad. 
Mm. And um, so I, I watched the advert. I, I really liked it. I think it's a lovely thing. Mm. Oh. But it said, the, the Sun headline, I wrote this down, it said, <laughs> um, give a little love, watch John Lewis Christmas advert inspired by random acts of kindness in lockdown. Is what yeah. it said. Yeah. And anyway, it finished the advert. And I don't know if you've ever watched, um, I don't know if this is on every website, but what happened then, another video started. Oh, yeah. But the, the setting, the headline. So it said, so <laughs> I, I was looking at the internet, this page, and it said, um, give a little love, watch John Lewis Christmas advert inspired by random acts of kindness in lockdown. And it was CCTV of somebody beating someone up in a laundrette. <laughs> it was the grimmest of juxtapositions. I'm sorry to laugh. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, 960 has texted as a joke that they thought that you would do. Uh, good morning. Following your conversation about the tooting bus, mm. I was certain that Frank would make the following joke. On a recent bus journey, I taught my dog to play the trumpet. It took an hour from barking to tooting. <laughs> All the best, Matthew. <laughs> I like it. I'd, I'd have been happy with it. I just, uh, you know, I didn't think of it. Simple yeah. as that. Do you know what I like about our readers? Everything. Oh, yeah. I like well, to well think Lockster seventy one sums up what I love about them. It's a sort of self depreciating um, quality and a self awareness. Lockster seventy one has replied to our uh, tech shout out. Have you spotted a mistake in a TV or film? And uh, Lockster seventy one says, "I'm a Doctor Who fan. Of course I have. <laughs> Respect." <laughs> Um, My kind of man. It's interesting you said self-depreciating. Mm. Yeah. Self-deprecating, I normally say. Yeah. Why did I self I've never said that before. I, think I worry it works, about it. Doesn't no, it? I worry about it. It works, but it's wrong. I'm self-deprecating. Yeah, but yeah, why it is. is it wrong if it, if it works? Why did I say depreciating? I don't like that. I've no, never said I that. I think it is. It makes you smaller by your humility. Mm -hmm. Therefore, it is self-depreciating. I think I've told you I used to do a joke about how I used to do a lot of self-deprecating comedy, but I don't as much. There are better people at it than me. <laughs> I love it's it. Joke joke. It's a proper good a joke. Point. When I did joke jokes. Can I say I am um, a deprecating? Uh, I, I stay on the side of deprecating normally. Yeah. And controversy, not controversy. Uh, okay. Anyway, ads. The John Lewis ad. One of the one of the random acts of kindness is um, a boy gets his football stuck in a tree mm. and a young girl comes along um, with an umbrella yeah. and throws the umbrella at the ball, thus dislodging it. Mm -hmm. It's a lovely moment. I'd, I'd just been watching um, the Batman <laughs> movie oh. and Mr Freeze, he's gone, gets stuck on top of a thing and he throws a policeman at it <laughs> to get it down. <laughs> Very similar. <laughs> Very similar. There is a slightly oh, alarming man. moment in the otherwise feel-good John Lewis advert, and that is, um, <laughs> and that is when a neighbour sees another neighbour looking a bit sad, and he just pulls out some binoculars and starts spying on him. Have you oh, seen that yeah. part? Well, that's and a then he offers back. him a Christmas cracker, but he's basically it's not like rear window, but he's. Peeping. It is a bit like real. It's peeping, isn't it? It's a bit inappropriate. I thought we disapproved of no. peeping in this. There's day and another age. bit. Speak for yourself. There's another <laughs> bit which I found disturbing. Yes, well, I, I remember that. <laughs> I remember um, getting <laughs> oh, getting home, <laughs> and when I lived, I used to live in a a, a, a penthouse flat. Are we really going to do this? And okay. Kath and my partner were had the, all the lights off. And me, down, Kath and me, it was. Oh, sorry, um, yeah. not Kath and my Kathy's my partner. <laughs> Emily and my partner were lying flat out, like you know what you know awful. that act, crawling action man, the one you know you see people selling them on the street. We had the lights off as well, flat, right. flat out with my uh, my my father's <laughs> binoculars, <laughs> and they were watching this guy in the flat across. Oh, wow, that sick. is really naughty. Oh God, I remember what I, oh, this is honestly <laughs> true. I heard one of them say, "Well, I suppose he could be playing online backgammon." <laughs> Absolute radio. I think the mistake in the John Lewis ad 
is that mm. it ends with one of those pli- aeroplane banners messages. You know those banner messages you get off the back of small planes? Is it? Or oh, is it, yes. I thought it was the, like the vapour trail because I thought they were trolling the, um, the chemtrails people that get really angry about oh, that. Oh, God, don't mention the chemtrails. You're not allowed to mention the chemtrails? No, because last time we mentioned them, mm. we got a lot of people saying that it's absolutely authentic. Oh. And I'm not saying it is, and I'm not saying it is. I'm just not saying... Well, they're going to be angry when they see the John Lewis advert and they make a love heart out of it. The, oh, the plane spins I, and... But, but I thought wow. he started off... Doesn't he have a banner originally? I don't remember Can that we? Because that's... Because I already... Gosh, I always think of, I think of wrong one Moyes out when I see one of those. Right. Which was the thing that they flew over Old Trafford to get David Moyes the sack from uh-huh. the Man United job. And have you... I've seen about three in my life of those aeroplane banners. I know, I know Cheryl Cole hired one for Simon Cowell's 50th. Oh, that's nice. That's a gesture of humiliation. Happy 50th, because I think he was trying to play it down. Oh. If there's anyone, any one of our um, readers who are today, listening today, have any of you ever <laughs> had any experiences with an aeroplane well, you know the sort of thing, the message that comes sorry, off the back of a Sorry, don't end plane. it there. Have any of you had any experiences of an air, in an aeroplane? <laughs> no, let's but make have, it clear. Have you ever hired yeah. one? Have yes. you ever had one done for you? I've just seen one. I mean, I've, I've only yeah. seen, like I say, in my long, long life. <laughs> How do these companies... <laughs> that long. Oh, my long, long, long life. life. Oh. Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner or something. <laughs> I'll be happy to stop us one in three. Um... <laughs> on hand me grey beard loon. Probably can't say that. What about? I've <laughs> told you not to call me that. Something, Car- something I've said a few times in my life, Car- <laughs> um, especially recently. Hackett D. Sorry, Frank, but your hairstyle on the Graham Norton show. Well, review. This is definitely <laughs> review. I was... Well, that's why I'm reading it because mm. you know you've moved on since then. Well, a woman said to me. Uh, a woman said to me recently, oh, "Have you had your haircut?" And I said, "Yeah." She said, "I saw you on the Graham Norton. Was that a real thing, or did you just wear it like to... <laughs> like a prop <laughs> wig, like a, like a wig for conversation?" Do you think there would have been other makeup ladies watching it, going, "Look at the wig on Frank's skin. I can yeah. see the netting." Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, as if I would have gone on in a wig for someone to talk about. Why yeah. not? Come on. So. <laughs> come on. Over in, uh, well, we're discussing the John Lewis head. One thing that I saw, which I found slightly upsetting, mm-hmm. was one of the acts of kindness, people paying it forward, the snowman... Um, <laughs> yes, I said snowman. Mm, um, Jewish snowman. Well, I snowman. like saying it like that. Snowman. I was watching a, a, a don't a, you think a Doctor Who episode <laughs> called The Dominators. Yeah, and uh, the man throughout all, I think, four episodes, <laughs> calls uh, these great robots. <laughs> yeah. You never hear robots. I think snowman is his is his name, Mister mm. Snowman. Oh, Mister Snowman. Snow me some snow. So, Snowman, <laughs> this guy Snowman, he donates uh, some of some snow mm. off himself yes. for a family to use for a spare wheel. So oh, he's yeah. effectively an organ donor. Mm. He wrenches the snow from his stomach area. Yeah. And gives it to them and, you know, they're, they're all right, Jack. Well, Meanwhile, actually, they snowman. do it without a jack. It just becomes a wheel. But <laughs> good point. Excellent. Snowman, what's going on? No, I mean, is he, does he die as a result of the donation? I think the argument is, you know, that none of us need as much snow as we've actually got. got. We can mm. share it with motorists. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think that's it. Yeah. There is an element of Dr Philip Bleiberg about it, <laughs> who was the first ever heart transplant patient. Good knowledge. <laughs> Who was, who, was, who, was, who was doing the operation? Uh, not Dr Christian Barnard. It was Dr Christian <laughs> Barnard. Mm. Yeah, one of my favourite surgeons. <laughs> favourite surgeons, 8 12, <laughs> Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. 5-3-5 has got in on your um, favourite surgeon texting. Uh-huh. Uh, and they say, <laughs> my favourite surgeon is me. Ah. Oh. Who's that? 
It's in the second half of it where a child is getting a haircut by a hairdresser who is laughing maniacally, I think it's fair to say, properly guffawing, mm. which I don't think I would like. If I mean, I'm an uncomfortable customer anyway getting a haircut. I was going to say, geniality is part of their uh, thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, that's part of the thing that annoys me about getting a haircut if I ever do go, but... Then they finish the haircut and show him the child, and it's in like the shape of a big love heart. Mm. Mm. All very well, but when that child returns to the school playground, oh. they are going to be dead meat. They can be, uh, they can be merciless children. They can. There's no, there's no getting roundy. I, might, if I had to pick my favourite Christmas ad of the year, it would be the McDonald's ad. Oh, yes. Yeah. You see, I, I wasn't such a fan, but I liked know, it. I'd I like to know what actually, I enjoyed about it. I actually properly, really shed tears when I watched it. Oh, yes, I know. But uh, you know, you, what, you get to a certain age, you cry at anything. Yeah. Um, yes. Um, and um, as I'll probably find out at, uh, when I'm watching the Man United <laughs> West Brom game tonight. <laughs> yes, a lot of people shed tears. It's about the thing, this child is, you know, that thing that when you get to a certain age as a kid, I suppose early teens, I think your son is, how old is he? 13. Yeah. yeah. That thing when you feel, uh, even if you're happy and joyous as a child on the inside, you have to be this sl- slightly sombre loner on mm-hmm. the outside. Yeah. I mean, think about those of us to have it the other way around mm-hmm. it's very difficult but um so it's about that so you can see the kid celebrating on the inside but he's giving his mom nothing yeah. and yeah. then at the end she met and it's it's a lovely thing I, I cried not perhaps not as much as when we had a takeaway mcdonald's recently and my son found out that they if you're going to take away one at the moment, mm. you don't get the toy with the Happy Meal. Oh, <laughs> oh that was quite a moment. That in sounds like an unhappy meal. That, I didn't know how to break that it to day. him. Here's um, oh, is in a child. It's it's sort of unleashed as a result of eating the McDonald's. Oh, is it? Yeah, that I was don't my think only. I quite clicked on that. Yeah. Yes, I mean he's it's not. Nice. You got a problem with it? <laughs> He's a changed human being after the as a result of eating the McDonald's. I think there's a suggestion of inner warmth. Do we from the cheeseburger? Mm. Here's <laughs> this this whole Christmas advertising thing has made me wonder if advertising actually works because I frequently you never ever question that <laughs> on absolute radio again. What Hear are you out, out of your mind? Hear me because I didn't like this year's John Lewis Help you advert. Out, more like it. I didn't like this year's John Lewis advert, but I will continue to shop in John Lewis. And I did like the McDonald's advert, and I don't use McDonald's. They're not an eatery. That I, and both of those are going to continue. So. I'm sorry you went eatery with McDonald's. You don't think? Oh, I should love, I say restaurant? No, <laughs> I love that you went eatery. Restaurant. 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 Be good. Because I had one of my great... Um, <laughs> take away restaurant. One of my great French, uh, French pronunciation milestones was... Um, was when the first time I ever said fillet <laughs> was when I ordered a fillet of fish at McDonald's. I, I won't pretend I've transferred. I don't go into chip shops and say, could I have a cod fillet? But I, I just really, it was a real. <laughs> what non English pronunciation do you luxuriate in? Frank Skinner. Absolute radio.
583 has given us an interesting uh, perspective. I think surgeons going by Mr. or Mrs. rather than doctor is actually the opposite to self-deprecating. I agree. It's I agree. a show that they're superior in qualification to other doctors. It seems like they've gone no, 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 through no, 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 they've no. gone th- through the medical arc of improvement and come out the other end into a but sort of a different plane of expertise. Can I just interject here? My point about being self-deprecating is that in civilian life, no one would be aware of that, would it? Would yeah. Do you see what I mean? They what, don't... Do you think you could talk to a surgeon for 35 <laughs> seconds without them mentioning <laughs> this, bloke, this bloke's just texted in to say, I'm my favourite surgeon. That's like my, my, when my mother, a stage manager, glasses on a lanyard type, friend of ours, would say, your mother walks into a shop and says, 20 silk cut and I went to the Royal Academy of Dramatic Art, please. <laughs> um, the Coca-Cola ad, where this was the one that everyone's oh, talking good. about, Frank, because... Because mm. it's the Oscar-winning director. Yes. Taika Waititi. Or Ragnarok. Oh, yes. That's, yes. Mm. That's I, one I of like, I like Thor Ragnarok. Um, so, yes, these, the, the idea of this one, this is the last one we'll cover this yeah. morning, because then we can forget about the Christmas adverts, but I'd like to end again by saying all adverts are brilliant. <laughs> yeah, sorry wanna, about that. Yeah, I don't, I've what, had a stern talking to from the powers that be. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want to see you in a sort of Dominic um, Cummings <laughs> cardboard box. I've been assist on the front door as well. We don't want to see you with the angle poise lamp and the cactus in anyway, the box. Man, it's it's a bit like Don't Go Down the Mine, Dad, is the theme, I would say. It's like that. Yeah. It's like a bloke is an oil rig worker. I'll be straight with you. If someone put me in a dark room this last week even and shined a bright light in my face and says, is there any longer such a thing as an oil rig? Mm. I would have struggled to come up with an answer I was certain about. I'm pretty mm. sure there are. But it turns out there are. I found out from a, McDonald- from a Coca-Cola advert. Mm-hmm. And so she sends him a letter to Santa saying, bring Daddy home for Christmas. A small mm. D for Daddy, which I thought was a mistake. If you're, going yeah. to, if, if you're calling him Daddy, that should be a capital D. You're Santa. absolutely right. Can I say, when Buzz sends me texts and emails, Frank, I love this, he corrects him. He checks the spelling. Santa not, gets not a many capital people S. are going to watch the Coca-Cola advert and, like Frank, think, this child needs discipline. That's what this, <laughs> that's what this advert's all about. I just think it was sloppy. Yeah. And if, he goes on an epic voyage, but let me just ask you a question. If Coca-Cola had been mentioned in that letter, do you think it would have been with lowercase? No, I don't not. think so. <laughs> Somebody heads would have rolled. And unhyphenated, I think not. Yeah. Uh, so, he goes on a sort of epic journey, doesn't he? Yeah. He does a lot. He really that does. That puts delivered. me off as well. Why? I'm not a big fan of the arduous travel <laughs> montage in <laughs> anything. <laughs> Well, you might not like that advert because that's all that's, that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's you know, you get that I'm in a film. I'm glad Frank wasn't there for the reveal of the storyboard. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get there, whatever. And then in the film, they go into an argument because actually, travel is you know, it's all about arguing at airports <laughs> and stuff, not climbing hills. Yeah, so there's that, yeah. And worst of all, I think, is that Santa Claus actually drives. A Coca-Cola truck. Yeah. Get your mould around. So what's the expect association in advert, but and he's an employee of Coca-Cola. Yeah, yeah. That, that can't be right. And also, it probably means that he's on Channel 5 on some, like, Ice Road Truckers programme with hidden cameras and... Or not even hidden and cameras. And now just... he's got a dirty toy on the on the grill <laughs> yeah. in the front, and I cannot abide that. He could be a C, uh, CB guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ten, ten, good buddy. Oh, no. This don't. is S-Claws. <laughs> anyway, never mind all that. Will a human tooth dissolve in Coca-Cola overnight? <laughs> never got to the bottom of that. So the, the winner for me is the McDonald's ad, which made me cry and which I think is Aww. lovely. Um, thank you so much for listening to us this morning. If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise... We'll be back again this time next week. Now, except for the purposes of work and education, <laughs> stay in. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio.